media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Uh, we're going to talk uh, right. We're going to talk Euro 2016 in a moment or so. Ra- Ravi Pele is with us now, and in, in fact, we've been talking off air about the proudly South African campaign. And one of the interesting things to come out of that particular event, which I was privileged to to MC, uh, was the the push for Nestle as a South African brand. Now, anybody with a bit of knowledge about chocolates and things like that would, would understand that Nestle, is, in fact, is is from Switzerland. But we'll actually get the correction in. Why would we call it a South African brand? By the way, so. Ravi Pillay is uh, now with me in studio, Corporate Affairs Director for Nestle's Southern African region. Ravi, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. Thanks good. a lot for the In fact, let me start with that immediately. Yeah. Nestle, yeah. I mean, it says Nestle South Africa, but does that make Nestle a South African brand? Well, it's a great question. I think it's the adage, you know, think global and act local. Mm. As it happens at the moment, Nestle is celebrating 100 years in the country. But our holding company is very much a 100% Swiss-founded company, 150 years ago uh, in Vevey, Switzerland. And the way the Nestle model operates is that each uh, company operating in the respective markets acts local. However, the, the genome and the roots are still very Absolutely, much in the Swiss. Yeah. Uh, and, and quickly to get this right, I mean, Nestle is named after Nestle. The person by that name, right? Just tell us, tell us the story there. Very much so. In fact, Henry Nestle um, is the founder of the, the Nestle brand itself. And the way it happened was uh, about 150 odd years ago, with a very high uh, infant mortality rate, uh, many mums, because of their own nutrition, were losing children right. and babies. And Henry Nestle, being a pharmacist, developed a type of porridge that ensured that if mum cannot feed the babies, there's an alternative to ensure that the mortality rate, you know, improves. And then that was the start of Farin Lacte, which gave rise to the Nestle nutrition. And that's a genuine story. It's not like the Nando's promise my father said you must, you know, have the best recipe. I mean, it, it, it's a story that is true. Very true. In, in wow. true Swiss fashion, we've got evidence as well. Well, well there you are. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was telling you off the air, but I certainly buy some Nestle products, maybe just for our benefit, because sometimes we don't see you know, the Nestle brand, but it's like we see the sub-brands. I'm yes. going to allow you maybe just to rattle off in a few minutes just some of the, the brands that are, that are in fact owned by Nestle in South Africa. Well, we'll kick off with the food category. That's yes. uh, Maggie, uh, Lazenby, um, and then, as you know, the Maggie, there's a whole range of uh, other products. And right. then we've got our chocolate um, uh, brands, Kit Kat, Bar One, you can go to slow because I love chocolate. Okay, so <laughs> Bar One. Kit Kat is Nestle, Bar One is Nestle, right? Tex. Tex, my goodness. Smarties. I'm a big investor. <laughs> Smarties, right? Uh, then we've got the uh, slabs, um, Rolo, um, chocolate, Albany, um, and Quality Street, Passions. Wow. Uh, and it, it goes on. Uh, so, like so in, I mean, yeah. what, what just comes to mind immediately, you know, often when you think about, uh, and I'm just staying with chocolate now because, I mean, still your, I think your, your dominant brand is chocolate, right? Well, uh, what am I wrong in saying that? Yes, in fact, um, it, it's a fairly spread, uh, uh, you know, chocolate contribution to our South African turnover is around 10 to 15 percent. But we'd like to uh, also let our consumers know that our coffee and beverage business is very big. Our cereal business is expanding. Um, our dairy business like Nespre, Nido, etc., a fair amount of contribution to the turnover. I think in the South African context, 
the association with chocolate rings first to mind. Oh, I'll say eight is, out of ten is, people. Is, is I mean, is that a good thing or not? Well, I think we we're not uh, shy of our roots of where we started, uh, given the fact that milk is a key ingredient of of chocolate. Absolutely. However, as we move into the nutrition, health, and wellness realm, it's important that we also ensure that we broaden consumer awareness of other products and brands that we do have. It is nice and charming. There is a space for chocolate in terms of wellness and indulgence in a balanced diet, but we would also like it to be known that there's Nestle Beyond Chocolate as well, and we have some well, fantastic... Well, that's, that, that's a good point. But, but what certainly comes to mind immediately uh, as, as we do the case study on the brand is, I mean, you just mentioned there's probably, what, 100 products now that make up the product range within, within Nestle. How are you able to get that right? And I mean, all of them that you've mentioned, the majority are actually product leaders in, in their field, right? Very much so. And I think this is the, uh, the challenge that we as a company are facing the last five, ten years, is that how do we incorporate the mother value of quality trust and then all these sub-brands to come under the Nestle, let's call it corporate banner. And what we've been doing actively over the last few years is integrating our business philosophy with something called creating shared value. In other words, how do we as a company operate in a community but also address community challenges to in, and to ensure that Nestle as a company is involved in the fabric of society. So our key trust areas are nutrition, water, and rural development. So on a practical level, say if we look at the Kit Kat brand mm-hmm. as an example, We've got the logo of the cocoa plan and the Oud certification. So what this essentially means is every consumer that buys a Kit Kat can look at the label and say, okay, wow, this is an ethically sourced raw material and therefore give more conscience uh, or easier to... And do do people do that? Do they they get to that level of being conscious about the type of chocolates they consume? Very much so. I I think in the European, the last uh, statistic I I recall, that 70% of the consumer choice is actually made on the supermarket aisle. Chocolate is chocolate is chocolate. Same with coffee is coffee is coffee. But what is the differentiating uh, characteristic of a company that's socially aware that's going to allow you to buy? We believe in South Africa the movement is gaining a lot of momentum. In fact, in Africa in general, of fair trade labeling and all these. And people make those decisions. By, by the way, if you wish to just call in, quick calls I can take, right? Um, regarding Nestle, it's only Nestle, okay? But just by the way, if you, well, you can either call in 0891104207, you can SMS me 34701, or you can tweet using hashtag media show, you must do that, and then tweet to Ashraf Ghanda as well as SFM Radio. And, and there's a question, you know, uh, just what are your thoughts, A, about the Nestle brand, you know, across the board, and maybe some of the, the sub-brands within the Nestle brand, as we just heard, Texan and Smarties and, and that sort of thing. But do you, in fact, make a choice uh, in terms of an ethical choice when you actually buy these brands, or is it, hey, if it just tastes nice, I really don't care where it, in fact, comes from. So if you wish to add to that conversation, feel free to do so. Otherwise, just continue listening to what I think is, is a really fascinating insight in into, into the Nestle brand. So, so you say, in fact, Ravi, that mm. many, is, is it the many or is it the majority actually makes this conscious ethical decision? I, I think in the South African context, I wouldn't say at this stage it's the majority. Uh, um, in fact, it's scope for a study, I think, um, in, in the industry as well to start initiating something. But the trend is definitely leaning towards consumers wanting to ensure that when they buy something, they are making a contribution. Just at a practical level, a more 
the Proudly South African label, for example, yeah. 95% of all our products bears the label. Now, the reason why we endorsed and did that uh, together with Proudly South African, it has a job creation link to it. So you buy, be South African, buy South African, and this ensures that in the Nestle example, for example, 30,000 people depend on a livelihood because of our 6,000 employees, just using a simple multiplier yeah. effect. Mm-hmm. And by that product bearing a logo like Proudly South African, when someone goes to the shop and buys it, then you know you are contributing to the livelihood of South Africa itself. So I think there is a growing awareness, just depending on the awareness of labels as well. On the fair trade label and the UTS and various mm. other certification, it's not that widely known, but I think the awareness is continuing, especially now with social media. How, how then do you, I mean, as, as corporate affairs director, you're not, you're not head of marketing, but, but how, how do you, I suppose there would be a link there, how do you market the brand? How, how do you ensure that that, that we, in fact, um, in fact, we're going to play some of the other adverts that we've got in a minute. How do you ensure, in fact, that, that people like myself and others who actually have all these choices will choose your products and not something else? Because what I'm saying is, is uh, let's go back to that point again. You've got Nestle, which is the mother brand. Mm. But when, you se- when you're selling tax, you're selling tax to me. Mm-hmm. Not Nestle, am I right? Exactly. And what we've done over the last uh, couple of years, the, the, the issue of product, trust and quality, it's, it's endemic. And... For example, on the TV ads or on the radio ads, we've got the payoff line that we've integrated into all the sub-brands of um, Good Food, Good Life. So and it has the, the Nestle jingle, let's call it, in, in, in the background. So that's how we try. So, for example, with the Kit Kat advert, you'll see the peel back on TV yes. indicating the, 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 the Nestle logo, with the, the famous Nest. So that tries to try and bring it together from a consumer awareness that, point Does of view. it work? I mean, that, that, does your market research suggest that people make that identification when they're buying the sub-brands? Yes, definitely. It, it, it definitely is. It's a growing study, and we want to do, to, to, to do more of this because uh, it was a classic example during the World Cup where, when one had a dilemma. You know, it's unlike other global brands where Coke, for example, is Coke. But Nestle, some of the sub-brands are actually sometimes in certain markets stronger than the mother brand. So there is an active process at the moment to try and bring some kind of balance and, and an umbrella so that we know as consumers what is the mother brand, and the mother brand stands for trust quality, and then for that uh, product attribute to contribute to the sub-brands as well. Okay, we've got some adverts, in fact, of yours that we're going to play. Like, let's, uh, let's see if we can start with, uh, since I do enjoy Kit Kat, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to Kit Kat in a minute, but Cremora's got some iconic um, status, I think, in, in South Africa. So let, let, let's get to the Cremora advert right after this. In fact, we'll do it right now. Mm-hmm. Coffee and Cremora. <laughs> oh, so Cremora. Ah, where did she put it? She knows I like my cream mora. Now she hides it. Cream mora. She's so rich and creamy. You'd expect to find it in the fridge. Tommy, there's no cream mora in the fridge. It's not inside, it's on top. It's not inside, it's on top. Cream mora. Top of the coffee creamers. Okay, that, that was that absolutely iconic, it's not inside, it's on mm. top. I mean, do you still use that at all, or is that now being there, done that? Well, it's actually evolved from there, you know, and as uh, South Africa, we've tracked South Africa's transformation as a country over the last 22 years, and when this 
was first launched, South Africa was a different uh, country. Uh, and, and how do we integrate the social cohesion, the social harmony uh, weaved into the, the advertising material? And we've now evolved it into this uh, two iconic characters, um, young, up-and-coming, um, black middle-class family um, playing trivial pursuit of games. And uh, it, it's formed like a whole story of its own as the next wave of okay. business no, inside no, I, I need to see those adverts, and we'll talk about that in, in, in more detail uh, as well. Right, there's, there's one, the, the, the KitKat advert that we spoke about just now. Let, let's play that one. Imagine if the internet took a break. How would you update your status? The only way people could follow you would be to follow you. And of course, no more instant messaging. So maybe the internet should never take a break. But that doesn't mean we can't. Have a break. Have a kick out. Good food, good life. Okay, that's another one, and we can hear that jingle as well that you spoke that's about yeah, uh, earlier on, right? Who's your agency? I mean, who, who assists you in the, uh, besides the corporate side, in terms of the marketing of all these brands? Well, we've got a series of uh, agencies globally aligned that uh, does work in the South African context. I don't know if I'm allowed to no, mention no, the names. We're here. talking brands. We're well, talking Nestle. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, Publicis is very much responsible for our coffee beverages and the Maggie food, uh, food brand, and we've got McCann that does the, your favorite, uh, the chocolate, yes, uh, chocolate right. business studio. Sorry, JWT, uh, as well. Yeah. JWT does, uh, the, the chocolate. But you made the point that, that they need to be globally aligned. That's because, that's because the brand itself is global. So you wouldn't necessarily use a local agency that has no global connection with Nestle, Nestle worldwide. Yes, in fact, that's quite an interesting topic that uh, as, a, as a company in South Africa, we also deciding and working on because so Nescafe is a global, you know, it's one of the top three global brands in the world and we've got uh, the agency currently responsible for it. And in order to bring some consistency of messaging throughout every country where we sell, the idea is to have the local agency belonging to, for example, publicists managing that as well. So that is... Uh, within at market level, it's our challenge as, um, as as locals to infuse and to ensure that although we can carry out the global story at local level, we have to show similar to the Cremora adverts which okay. have shown. So there must that be some investment. That's interesting. Let's get, let's get a quick call uh, if I can take that from from Cape Town. I think it is. Uh, okay, just let me help us. Frank, go ahead. Hi. Hello, hello, Ashraf and your guest. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm involved in a multi-faith-based uh, environmental organization that is uh, called SAFSI, that is also uh, very concerned about animal uh, welfare. Um, and I hear a lot of talk uh, from your guest about uh, Nestle's concern to be, to be ethical, and that's, that's, that's wonderful. Um, what I wondered was what is Nestle's um, uh, principal stand regarding the welfare of animals, given that uh, dairy is so key, so central to Nestle's products. Okay, let's get a response. Uh, we, yeah. yeah. Frank? Okay, let's get that. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, go ahead. Very much so. I mean, milk is a fundamental raw material for, for many of our products. And in terms of the way we manage that, 
Um, we've got agricultural extension offices in every country where we operate, in South Africa in, in particular in this instant. And we actually have regular inspections and checks to the farms where we operate, predominantly in the Free State and in the Eastern Cape area. And there's definitely uh, quality, and, and it goes to the quality of the animals and how it's, uh, how it's kept as well. So it's the number one priority to ensure that there are no... Impediments and, and I take it if people are uncertain, I mean, they can go to your what? Your website? And Very much so. Sure, which would be what? Nestle SA? Yeah, um, Nestle.co.za and also um, my details also on the will website. Be also on uh, there as well. yeah. and In fact, there's another quick call I can take. Uh, Stephen in Soweto. Hi, Stephen. Hi, 